Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hello, and welcome to the Tracy Sandler Show, brought to you by FIVO. I am your host, Tracy Sandler, and I am very excited to be joined today. And welcome back to the show, Tim Kawakami of The Athletic. Tim. Welcome back. How are you? Great to be on the show again. Tracy, how are you? I am good. Uh, it is. We are recording this on the off day. We have had seven 49ers training camp practices. So what things are starting to come together, the 49ers, actually, when this airs, the 49ers will play their first preseason game one week from today, which is kind of crazy. But uh, what have you seen so far? You, you had Kyle Shanahan on your podcast before training camp started, it got the conversation of this is Trey's team going, all of the things. But what have you seen thus far from Trey Lance? Yeah, I think Kyle kind of set it up like, you know, reminds him of 2019, you know, when Garoppolo wasn't really a, a tested quarterback. They weren't quite sure they obviously had just paid him. He'd won games two years before. He got hurt the year before that. But they were, you know, they weren't counting on him to be a dynamic quarterback. They were going to run the ball. They're going to play defense, and then maybe down the road, Garoppolo was going to mature as a quarterback and win some big games. And I think, you know, Kyle started saying that to me. Uh, that was the Monday before everybody reported, and I think that's kind of like been in my mind. Maybe he, he said that for a purpose. Obviously, he probably did. It's like Trey Lance is going to, you know, he's going to have growing pains. And this is a really good defense he's going up against. Mm-hmm. And there will be times when he doesn't look great. And he has not looked great in the training camp practices. I think they've been a three. Uh, and certainly from the reporting and others, he hasn't looked great. But they're not doing a lot of exotic. That's self-destructing. They're not, they're doing, last year, you know, as a rookie walking into it, they were doing a lot of exotic things. Right? Remember, he was getting those snaps with the first team here and there, not a bunch of them. But we'd all be, oh, here we go. Here's Trey. And now Jimmy's coming out. Trey's coming in and they're doing something interesting. That's not happening. Right? It's pretty basic. Maybe they put in the you know the more interesting stuff later in camp. Maybe it's more towards the season. Maybe it's, maybe it's even within the season. But they're going to be pretty basic. I think you you know everyone's watching. Like they're they're going to run the ball. They're going to try to be safe throwing it. They know that they're working against a first team defense that's really good, and they're just trying to refine it and then let the defense kind of take over uh, in the regular season and carry them for a while. And, you know, that's what strikes me, too, is, is, as everyone's been saying, it from day one, that defense is fantastic. Bosa is dominant every time he's out there. Fred Warner is obviously that low linebacker crew. is very fast. They have a very deep defensive line. And the, the, the DBs are way better than they were last year. I mean, they don't have to be, but Javarius Ford is a, you know, if you just get that one cornerback that you can count on, you can go put over there on the field side. Although DeMarco Ross, they're clear to me that they haven't decided that yet, or will he call that? But I, I, I'm saying it right now. Javier uh, Ford is going to be the field side corner, which means that he takes the most, you know, he has the most responsibility. He has, you know, kind of go get that best receiver on the other side. And it kind of balances out everything. It makes everybody look better. So it's going to be 2019. I'm going to copy the coach, Tracy. Uh, I'm not going to go against him here. It's going to feel like that. At least that's the plan early on, run the ball. Uh, don't make the quarterback do too much and try to have defense win a bunch of games. Uh, 2019, I think, is the, is the perfect comparison, and I, I think it makes a lot of sense. And 
this defense may even be potentially better. But before we go a little bit farther into that, uh, we talked to, we had an opportunity to talk to the assistant coaches and Brian Greasy, the quarterback's coach said something that I think was interesting because he talked about Trey going against this defense and how it certainly is a benefit because it is going to be one of the top defenses in the league. And so, you know, it's not going to get much harder. He said, but the kind of the thing you want to keep an eye on is you still want him to build confidence and he's 22 years old and he's young. And he said he has the demeanor of someone who's been in the league a lot longer, but it's kind of an interesting balance of having Trey get a little bit of confidence out there. He seems like a pretty confident guy, but you know, still having confidence out there but going against this very difficult defense. But as they've all said, we've gotten cliches, I think, every day of camp. And the one that everyone has said over and over, iron sharpens iron. And I think we are going to see that with this group. They kind of have to say it, right? (laughs) The defense looks so good. You can't say, well, you know what? The offense is pretty crappy right now. Well, I mean, they're not going to say that. Uh, They do have weapons. They have a lot of talented players. Uh, again, as I've been thinking about this, the practices I've seen and what I've read from what you guys are reporting or just what they're saying is, is, is how undynamic they've been. And clearly, they don't plan to be, you know, showing us everything they're going to do. Right. That's not what Kyle Shannon does. But, you know, none of the read stuff, right? Nothing like that. Mm-hmm. Nothing where there's a little bit of fake one way, go the other way. Uh, I, I think that's on purpose to kind of just like, get the things basically done. And, and maybe, you know, I think they got two weeks between the final preseason game and week one. Uh, and maybe that's when they start doing some of the more fun stuff. I think they have the ability to do that, right? I mean, Trey Lance is, gives you more optionality than Jimmy Garoppolo. That's part of the reason why they picked him. part of the reason why he's the quarterback now. They could, He can extend plays and, and make some plays. He's not Lamar Jackson running the ball, nor would they ever plan to be. But you can do some things with that. That's the stuff they were doing. I just was thinking about last training camp. And, you know, defense was good last year. It was probably better this year, but there was certainly a ton of talent out there. Defense probably had the, the edge in most of the camp last last year. But what's the difference is that Trace is running the same stuff right now. He's like, they're just doing the basic stuff. They're not kind of getting exotic. And I, I would look forward to that at some point in camp, or, or maybe we're just not going to see it again in, I imagine there will be some of that or a lot of that in the regular season. I imagine as well. And I feel like we won't see it in camp because the other thing with camp now with practices being open and everyone there filming, even, you know, and I think a lot of the fans are there and we obviously yep. are really good about not filming where we're not supposed to be, but maybe the spectators are, are less so that I could see that stuff becoming more about, you know, closed practices. And as time goes on, I imagine we will. It has been it. rumored that coaches are a little paranoid about that. I, I you know, I wouldn't <laughs> know who knows, but that seems to be a slight possible potential thing here. So, uh, yeah, we're not going to see the, the, the wild stuff and we're certainly not going to see it in preseason again, though we did see it last year and which some yep. suspected and maybe they're right. That that was Kyle kind of like wanting everybody to see it. Hey, look at all this crazy stuff we're going to do and then not do too much in the regular season. Maybe this season is the opposite. Don't show it in training camp at all. And then once they're getting into, you know, maybe not week one, week two, but week three, week five, week 10, week 14, there's going to be, yeah, yeah, it would be kind of silly not to have Trey Lance and do some of that stuff. That's part of the reason you have them. It's part of the reason. You know, they things were closed off to them a little bit with Jimmy Garoppolo. He could do some things. He couldn't do really dynamic stuff. Trey Lance probably can. 
Yeah, I, I think Trey Lance definitely can. They certainly are hoping that they that he can because that's why they traded all of those draft picks to be able to draft Trey Lance. I think it's because they wanted him to be able to do that stuff. And, and I do think we will see a lot of it. I just think we're not going to see a lot of it right now. But we'll see. I think what we are seeing from Trey Lance is a poise, uh, a, a leadership. I think you can see that the talent is there. The potential is there, but it's interesting. I have felt the training camp practices have been how I feel his season is going to go. And that's not a knock on him. I just feel it is going to be up and down. He is essentially a rookie quarterback coming in to start for the first time. So I think he's going to have some great plays and flashes and he's going to have some tough ones as well and, and tough games. And that's part of it. So going back to 2019 and this 49ers defense, I agree they are looking for this defense to carry them. And you talked about Charvarius Ward. I think this cornerback room is probably as talented and as deep as they've had. And I actually asked uh, corner, uh, Coach Corey Unland you know, about that today. And he said he would, he would agree with that, that after Charvarius Ward and Emmanuel Mosley, it's kind of wide open in that room. And there are 17 guys in there right now. And they have a lot of talent and depth. And just what difference does that make for the rest of the defense, knowing that you have people back there that can defend without getting pass interference penalties, not to knock the ball. Yeah, to say, <laughs> last year, yeah, last year was a disaster in the middle of the year, right? I mean, that's, they're three and five. They're pulling corner, but Drake or Patrick, whatever. I mean, they're, they're just uh, Josh Norman, and not all of them were horrendous. So I would say Drake or Patrick were horrendous, but they were heavily penalty uh, drawn, and they were you know, just to worry every time. So a ball up, either, either touchdown or just pass interference call, and they lost some games that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I just think it's a it's a kind of calmer, more fluid defense where you just don't have to worry about that big play, that you don't have to worry about, you know. Uh, and, you know, I just, you know, watching all those big fan Joe defenses, obviously many different administrations ago, but what did they do? They rushed the passer and give a big plays on the back end, and they were incredible defense. This defense has got a chance to do that. Like last year, even when you know, Bosa had a very good rush in the past, the year rushing the passer, Armstead was okay rushing. The they had they had pressure on with some guys. Yet sometimes it just didn't matter. The ball was going over their heads, and it was going to either be a thirty-seven yard penalty or a fifty-yard touchdown. That I think again, you never know with injuries. Uh, but you know they were betting on Jason Verrett to be healthy last year, and that was a huge bet. And guess one what? That, one that did not pay off. <laughs> Yeah, we didn't last one quarter, and then they were just, hell, what the hell are you going to do now? Uh, you make gambles all the time. They're making gambles with this roster. Guess where? The middle of the offensive line. There's bets being made. You just kind of have to do that. And I think especially with the, you know, the high-end and high-paid salary of the people they've got. They've got, what, five, six guys, basically the top of their position, if not number one at the position. Mm-hmm. Both is going to join that next year. Um, you know, that's a very top heavy roster. That's good. You want really good players. You, you, you want the best players at each position. You know, I just kind of was looking for just to see, look, you know, after the Seahawks signed DK Metcalf, they go, how many of those guys they got? DK Metcalf is their first. So I, they, yep. I mean, Jamal Adams, I guess, would be the, the second one. I guess he doesn't come in at a huge salary right now, but I, he's a big guy. But that's it. And the 49ers have six, seven, eight, you know, and at some point, Trey Lance is going to be, you know, one of those guys. Uh, I, I just, they're going to be a very good defense. I, I just don't think there's much mystery about that. You have that defensive line. You're already going to be pretty good. You know, they weren't terrible last year with all their issues in the secondary. It just took a couple patches 
And then obviously by the end of the year and going into January, they were really good. Yeah. Uh, they're going to be better. I think Drake Jackson's going to, I think he's been moving up, the, you know, the depth chart. You see him mm-hmm. now getting some snaps with the one. Uh, I don't think he's going to be a great every down defensive end, but he's a rush passer. So you've got the guy you can rush on the other side, Nick Bosa. I think Armstead obviously has an health issue right now, but I don't think that's too serious. I, I've always thought he was a very good defensive lineman. We'll see what Kim Lock can give them. But that's just talent right there. And then you throw their linebackers in there. And then you have, I think, you know, Amber Thomas and, you know, Diamondor Lenore potentially are their backup corner straights. I was looking at them. They got the yeah. twos out there. And those would have basically were their ones last year. So, yeah. you know, that's a pretty giant thing at that position. And that's not even counting Verrett if he's on, if he's healthy enough. That's not counting some other ways they've got to do this. Um, and, I, and I think, you know, they had some players kind of regressing last year. Kwan Williams was not that great last year. Um, they've kind of redone that. And they've yeah. re- redone that with, with real talent. Doesn't mean they're going to be perfect, but Emmanuel Mosley is very solid as your second corner, right? Not your number one. Right. The very forward might be their best. I mean, Richard Sherman was a very good cornerback for them, but he was not at his best, right? This was not Richard Sherman. Hall of Fame level corner. It was Richard Sherman, very good level corner. Right. And at the end, it was Richard Sherman limping around out there to his full credit. He just wasn't that kind of player anymore. Traveris right. Ward's in his front. Traveris Ward is a guy that, that you can just say one of the top six cornerbacks in the league. Just I just watched, like, I did not know that coming in. I'm just watching that he is one of the top six cornerbacks in the league. He is certainly being paid like that. Uh, and it does change a whole lot of things. And I think it's going to set that pass rush loose if the quarterback's got to hold on the ball. If you can't count on that forty-yard penalty, Tracy, it does change some things. It does. Uh, I mean, because that was the that was the opponent's strategy for that middle of twenty twenty-one. Yeah. Like, all right, if all else fails, just throw deep. It doesn't matter <laughs> if you get there; they're going to get a penalty, and you're going to be fine. It's not going to be a problem. pretty good. Pretty good efficiency on that one, as I recall. That's a pretty good efficient play. If you know you're going to get forty yards, if you just throw the ball up and let the cornerback run into the guy. But, you know, there was a reason. It wasn't just that they were penalty prone. It's that they were going to get beat if they didn't grab the guy, right? That's right, exactly. The they, choice. Weren't, yeah, they weren't good. And this is – and Josh Norman, I, and it wasn't a terrible cornerback, but the penalty against Arizona, I, I was very hard on him for that. And Kyle, I think, just said, I, I got to play the guy. Like, this is – they don't have anything else. They're not going to run into that unless there's just a massive injury. Rat, and you never know. Maybe there will be. But barring that, they're not going to go through something, an issue where they just can't hold down the cornerback. If you can't hold down the cornerback, you're going to get beat in the NFL. Uh, they don't have that this season, and that's huge. Now, they've got other places where they could be vulnerable. I mentioned the inside offensive line. Uh, but I do think it's a Shanahan thing. It's like, we'll draft tackles, we'll draft defensive. So they're sure going to draft defensive linemen early. There's other positions where they need. They're going to try to just kind of make do with whoever they can get inside offensive line. It's just not a huge priority for them. Now, Alex Mack was last year. They weren't paying him huge money, and they weren't going to pay Lake and Tomlinson $9 million a year. And I understand that. And they're going to see what they can do with the younger players or see what Aaron Banks can do. They did invest a second round pick in him. That's very high for them. I, you know, I assume it's going to be Jake Randall at center. I assume it's going to be, at this point, Spencer Burford at right guard. Yeah. A fourth round pick. Uh, they're going to try to make do. Can you make do with that and, and be a Super Bowl team with that kind of offense, mid, middle of the offense? Yes, you can. If your tackles are really good and they got the best tackle in the in, in NFL. 
I just think that's a, a Shanahan Lynch philosophy. They don't pour big money in the interior offensive line. You can you can get away with a little bit more there. Now we'll see, right? What's going to happen if Trey Lance is running for his life in weeks one through six because the middle offensive line isn't good? We're going to be ripping them for it. But uh, it's a fair way to construct the roster. They have tons of talent everywhere else. But that's the one key spot where they just don't seem to be overly urgent about what they need to do there. We'll see if they can make do for it. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports, contests, and events with first-to-market odds and lines. Find reviews and news for every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. Bet Online continues to be the top online resource for all your sports information from live in game betting, props, and futures. Head to Bet Online today or use your mobile device to join today and make your first sports bet. Use our promo code BELIEVE50 to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, where the game starts. And it will be interesting to see because something I've said on this podcast a lot is you do have an essentially rookie quarterback going out there with a very shaky interior of the offensive line. But you have a quarterback who can run and you have a Kyle Shanahan offense that can somewhat scheme around it. You know, blocking in that offense is everything, no matter what position you play, save quarterback and uh, I mean, actually, I take that back. We saw Jimmy Garoppolo, quote unquote, blocking on an Emmanuel Sanders touchdown against the league <laughs> scene in 2019. So everybody is on the blocking in that. There you go. Everyone's on the blocking. But 11 on 11 football, Tracy. That's what I hear. 11 it's, it's on 11 t- football. Get there's no I in team, Tim. There is no I. <laughs> That's it. That's there's it. A- I will say, just because he's a second round pick, we circle it because Aaron Banks did not play last season. Mm-hmm. He better run block, right? I don't think he's going to be a very good pass blocker. Uh, you, you try to work with that. He better be able to run block because they're going to want, you know, run the ball. They're going to want to run the ball and run the ball and run the ball and maybe play action to get to the pass and then run the ball and run the ball some more. Like Kyle has said, like he wants, he has said after games, I want to run 30 times or I want to run 35. But I, I think that's going to be like every game. The goal is to run 30 times. Now, NFL teams don't do that. Uh, you know, like if you run it 25 times every game, that's a lot. Uh, mm-hmm. I think he will try to get that. He will try to get that every time. It'll be a healthy thing for his offense. It'll be a healthy thing for Lance, and it will make things a lot easier. It's, I mean, a little version of the Tennessee Titan offense, I think. And Kyle can verge towards that, right? He can try to just, he can win playoff games throwing the ball nine times. Yes. I'm not saying it's going to be like that every week, and it will be a very rare week when it's like that, but it's going to be run, run, run to make things easier for Lance when Lance does throw and it's going to be thrown on second and four instead of third and nine. Sometimes you're going to have third and nine. Sometimes you're going to have third and 14, but Mm -hmm. Kyle is going to do everything possible to avoid that. And then when he throws, it's going to be with the defense on its heels, getting, you know, bracing for that next Elijah Mitchell or whoever run. And then it's Trey Lance getting a little more, you know, a little more ability to kind of pick where he wants to go instead of saying, "Uh Oh my goodness, I'm running. Uh, they will want to avoid that. And I do think at some point in camp, they want to see that. Like They can say all they want. Like, it's okay. You know, tough defense. We want the quarterbacks unleashing it. And if they get picked, they get picked. And, you know, this is this is what happens. Iron sharps iron. Uh, I think they do would like to see some practices in a row where the offense is in rhythm, moving the ball, 
as far as I can tell, they have not done a move the ball session. Have there maybe one move the ball session? I maybe uh, one. Yeah. I can't yeah. even yeah. remember yeah, one is, yeah, I don't think they moved it very well. In the yeah, but, yeah probably because the ball was not moving. <laughs> exactly. And it, yeah, for fans, that's just where instead of just lining up at the same spot every time in 11-11, they're literally playing like game conditions where you where they move, you get seven yards, you move the ball to seven yards, you reset at seven yards, you have the sticks, you have the first with the second down, whatever, and you play it like a live game. Uh, I don't think they've had a two-minute either. So They have not. They have, they've definitely have not had a two-minute. Yeah, with, with seven practices. I imagine they're going to get into it pretty soon because they got that game coming up and as Shanahan has mentioned, once they start these games, they've got a bunch of them lined up in a row, plus the workout, the practices in Minnesota. Uh, this thing's going to get compressed a little bit, and I don't think they're going to do a lot of exotic stuff in the practices with Minnesota because you certainly don't want to see the other team see your stuff. So I think maybe this next week, maybe i got to be down here for this next week, Tracy. I think it's going to be a pretty interesting week um, where they really start putting some offensive stuff in, and they're going to want to see Lance throw the ball to open receivers. I just, there hasn't been much of that, Tracy. There has not been much. Okay, boom, boom, open receiver there, go. And yeah. it's been more like, okay, look, uh, uh, that, that guy sort of was open, throw it over there. And then Traverius Moore's going to knock it away. Uh, I think they're going to want, I mean, Shanahan says, as his head coach, he doesn't think of it just offensively. He's happy when his defense is looking so good. I do think they want, as, as you said, with Greasy, like they want, Lance and that first team offense just to feel this at some point instead of being knocked around, you know, for five straight weeks and then wandering your game one against Chicago. It may not make a ton of difference against the Bears, but in week one, but you know, you get to week four, week five, I think they're going to want to, hey, back in camp, remember when gets this great, our own defense, which is really good. Remember when we put this three practices together where we really knew. I think Kyle, I think Trey looks fine. I mean, I, I think he's. A little, little hesitant at seeing some things, but stuff happening fast. He's obviously going against great defense. I think, you know, that, you know, Fred Warner and the linebackers are flying around. It's really the underneath stuff is tough. Uh, I think his delivery looks a little shorter. I don't know. Maybe you can, I mean, you've seen it before. I, I asked him if it's shorter and he wouldn't say, but I think it's a little tighter. Uh, I, I think he looks fine. I think he looks healthy. I haven't, haven't seen any uh, tired arm syndrome. No, no way. arm fatigue as of yet. <laughs> no arm fatigue as of yet. We haven't seen any of arm that. Fatigue. Arm fatigue, not yet. But uh, and interestingly, Matthew Tavares got some like you know sounds like he's got some significant you know issues there, and it happens to everybody. That's the storyline, and I think it's true. But uh, I, I think he's fine. You know, they don't. I, you know, you see Jimmy Garoppolo around, you start thinking, you know, that it would be very, you know, it wouldn't be terrible to have another quarterback of that, that caliber on the roster. He's, he won't be, I know he won't be, I've written a million times, Garoppolo will not be on the roster, but I don't know that Nate Stuff felt the answer. And, and it does get into the, what if Trey gets hurt thing? Uh, but I, I think they've got to bank on Trey. They just can't go into a season where there's any question whatsoever that Trey Lance it could be pulled at any time. He is the starting quarterback. He needs to feel it. They need to feel it. The backup's going to be Nate Sussell. And guess what? If Trey Lance is not healthy or is not playing well, they're going to be in some trouble. But that's what you get into when you trade three first-round picks for a guy like that. You better be right about him, and he needs to stay healthy. Uh, Nate Sussell, I don't think you can, you can tell me if you disagree. I don't think Nate Sussell is going to win uh, – go four and one if Trey misses five games. That's just my opinion there. It does not feel like that to me. Probably not. I mean, <laughs> stranger things have happened, but you know, <laughs> but, but 
Probably not. But, you know, the thing with Trey, and and obviously you and I both know Jimmy Garoppolo is not going to be on this roster. But the other thing about that, too, is it's not – yes, they are – they want to go to the Super Bowl this year, and they are ready now, and they think they have the pieces. But they need Trey Lance to be good beyond this season. So they just oh, yeah. cannot put themselves in a position again where you have this Jimmy or Trey, Jimmy or Trey, Jimmy lurking yeah. in the background. They just can't do that. It can't just be about this year. So they are making the right decision, even though I know a lot of people and around the league. And I mean, not, you know, people are league casual fans, fans are like, but then you could have two. But it, it's not just about this year. And you've got to develop this quarterback. This, this is the guy they want to be their franchise quarterback. They can't put him in a position where he's never sure week to week. He throws an interception or two and he's like, oh, God, am I losing my job? They can't do that. So yeah, they made that. They made that decision, right? That, that decision has been made. And you know what? You know they're not going to say it this way, but also part of the decision was Jimmy Garoppolo is not going to win him the Super Bowl. That was part of the factoring. Yes, he gets hurt sometimes, uh, and that was a major problem for them. But also, you get to that big game, and the other quarterback makes a play like Patrick Mahomes did, or like Matthew Stafford did, and Jimmy does not. Again, he has took them many places to heights that that this franchise had not been to in, in a long time but this is the decision they made and they just don't want any sense especially for you know like there's been a lot of talk about trailers from this franchise for a long time and you just at some point you got to put your chips in on them you can't just you know one year was i keep writing that one year was a lot to ask out of those two guys it, it was. was a lot i mean i don't know that you get that out of you know in most other situations alex smith Patrick Mahomes was the one other time, and again, we're talking Alex Smith and Jimmy Garoppolo, which we know two of the great guys of all time at that position, yeah. just in a, team guys, understanding guys, guys who, who get it. And I think that, you know, I know that Mahomes credits Alex Smith a ton for his help that rookie year where he didn't play until the very last game and didn't play in the playoff game as Alex in the playoff game. And I believe at some point, you know, if Trey Lance, gets anywhere near that level if he becomes a very good starting quarterback. He's going to look back in that year. And he's already says, I mean, yes, he gives Jimmy tons of credit, but solid quarterback who can get hurt and who got it hurt again last season uh, and gutted through it to his full credit, holding off somebody who's a lot more talented. You just got to go all the way. And if Trey gets hurt and it costs them the playoffs, that's the way life goes. You just can't have insurance against everything. Uh, it's more important to have this be known and understood and discussed by Lancer's team, and that's what they've done. And that's what they've done. So with that, Tim Kawakami, thank you so much for joining me today. It was a pleasure to talk to you as always. You guys, we are brought to you by FIBO. We are brought to you by Bet Online, and I'll talk to everybody next time. Bye, all. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.